Do we know yet what the floor and ceiling is for this year's Minnesota Wilds? Plus, how is the freshman season for Jack Pert going at St. Cloud State? We find out all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just a reminder, we are free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we are joined by freshman defenseman Jack Pert and Minnesota Wild prospect currently playing at St. Cloud State to see how things are going in his freshman season, as well as uh, some other Wild-related questions that we throw his way. We then will take a look at if we have found the floor and ceiling yet in terms of performance for the Minnesota Wild here in the 2021-2022 season after uh, a big win against the New York Islanders and through the first 11 games of the season overall. See if we can find any trends as to their performance so far. So we've got a lot to throw at you here today. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer, uh, including having covered the Minnesota Wild for the last couple of years and at the helm now for my first full season of coverage with Locked on Wild. Happy to have you along for a Tuesday edition of the show. And as mentioned, we've got a special guest that we are going to get to right off the bat here for today's show. That, of course, is Minnesota Wild prospect freshman defenseman from the St. Cloud State Huskies, Jack Pert, asking him about how his freshman year is going, as well as his reaction to being drafted by the Minnesota Wild. Uh, and some other questions as well. So we're going to hit you with that right off the bat. Enjoy. We are pleased to be joined on today's episode of Locked on Wild by St. Cloud State Husky defenseman and Minnesota Wild prospect Jack Pert. Jack, thanks for joining me. How are things going? Good. Thanks for having me. Well, let's just talk about how the season has been going for the Huskies so far. Um, by all accounts, uh, pretty successful season so far, but uh, just just give us some insight from inside the team uh, how have things been going? No, it, it's been awesome. Um, you know, we had had some really tough games at the start of the year, and and uh, no, that was that was good for our team, and and uh, got us playing playoff style hockey um, right from the start of the year. And um, I know it was also really good for my development to to kind of jump right into those big games. So no, it's it's been good. Yeah, what's what's it been like for you to be able to just hop right into the lineup and go up against you know the Gophers and uh, and some of the other better teams uh, around the state of Minnesota? Yeah, it's it's definitely been a learning lesson, um, but no, that's that's what I need is as I continue to grow and develop, and um, no, it's definitely helped a lot for sure. What would you say has been your favorite part of the uh, the college hockey experience so far? Um. I think it's just the team. Um, you're you're together uh, every day for uh, however many months. You you have a roommate who who's on the team, and um, no, just such a good group of guys here. And and I've said it said it before, but this has been uh, the easiest team I've ever come into, and 
and just everyone accepts you and, and invites you to everything. And um, yeah, the culture's unreal here. Excellent. Um, have there been any aspects to the college game that, that you felt like have taken a little while for you to kind of get the hang of? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, everyone's bigger, faster, stronger. So um, definitely defending um, with with uh, centers or wingers coming down down the outside. It's it's uh, a lot tougher than, than junior hockey and high school hockey. Everyone's so much faster and stronger. For sure. Um Asking, uh, I've got a couple of other questions in regards to you know being selected by the Wild. So let's go there. Uh, what was what did it mean to you uh, to be selected by the Minnesota Wild uh, in this past draft uh, and and be taken, you know, as uh, as somebody here from uh, the area to be able to go to the uh, the NHL team here in Minnesota? Yeah, no, that that was crazy. Um, just watching the draft with my family and then. Um, seeing my name pop up by the wild was was really special and um, definitely something me and my family will never forget and um, yeah no that was the team I grew up watching so um, it was always a dream to to play for the wild I want to go back to last year as well uh, winning the Mr. Hockey award and you know being put in the category with all of those other great athletes uh, throughout the state uh, how how special of a moment was that for you to be able to uh, to come away with the Mr. Hockey Award? No, that was that was also crazy. Um, I mean, would have would have traded it in to to go to the state tournament, but uh, no, it, uh, to be honored like that with some of the people who have won it in the won it in the past, and um, again, I got to share that day with with my parents and my high school coaches. So um, yeah, that was that was a really crazy day for for me and and something i'll never forget just a couple more uh to throw at you here what what sort of you know when you're getting ready for a game what is your routine uh to uh to get yourself into uh to game mode uh any given night uh yeah i'd say i'm pretty laid back i don't have too many superstitions um i (laughs) I like to show up to the to the rink uh probably two hours early sure a little before that and um, yeah, I'll tape my sticks and, and then I, uh, go play soccer with the guys and, and, uh, then warm up. That's about it. I uh, also wanted to ask, you know, your game, uh, what do you feel are some of the strongest aspects, uh, to your overall skill set? Uh, I'd say my hockey IQ, um, just the way I can think the game and, and, uh, I don't know. I'd say another thing is probably breaking out pucks is, is one of my strongest things. Sure. Uh, is there anybody in the NHL that you kind of have molded your game after? I know I've seen uh, comps to Jared Spurgeon, which is a pretty sweet combo, but uh, is there anybody that you have kind of molded your game after um, in the NHL? Yeah, well, being drafted by the Wild, definitely Jared Spurgeon, <laughs> but um, g- growing up, I, I always liked to watch Duncan Keith and um, just the way he plays, I, I kind of drill at and, and he's such a good player. Looking at, uh, just a final question for you, looking at the rest of the season here, how far do you think uh, the Huskies can go? Do you think you guys uh, have a legit chance to, uh, you know, to be in that conversation for the Frozen Four um, at the end of the year? Uh, I mean, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think anyway. Any, Anyone on the team would, would say that. Of course. But, you know, I think, uh, yeah, we legitimately do, but uh, can't count your eggs before they've hatched. So. Exactly. We'll that, see how it ends up. Wise words. Well, uh, thank you for taking a few minutes to uh, to join us, Jack. Best of luck 
um, as the uh, the rest of your freshman season unfolds. And uh, we'll have to do this again a little further down the line. Sounds good. Thank you. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all of that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. And a reminder, we are free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. Taking a look now at our big question for today, and this comes off of the performances we saw for the Wild against the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins and the New York Islanders over the weekend. Do we know what the floor and ceiling is for this year's Minnesota Wild team? Well, I think we know what the floor is. And by floor, I'm talking about the minimum level of, uh, of what we can expect from the Wild on any given night. And, of course, there are going to be some outliers uh, in that, uh, that area, but it, it does seem as though we can get a pretty good picture as to uh, what we get from this Wild team on a night-in, night-out basis. Um, at minimum, I'm just going to go out and say that uh, the Wilds play down to their competition a little bit. I think that is uh, pretty safe to say uh, through 11 games is that there is a tendency on the negative end of things for the Wild to kind of let teams that they should beat hang around, and uh, they end up being able to squeak out like a one-goal uh, one win in overtime or in regulation. Uh, so I think it's safe to say that that is probably the floor for this uh, this Minnesota Wild team, uh, at least so far this season. You look at the games that we've played at Anaheim, at Los Angeles, both one-goal wins, 2-1 to one and 3-2. to two. Home wins against Winnipeg and Anaheim, then next 6-5 to five in overtime and 4-3 to three in overtime. I would argue that of Anaheim, Los Angeles, and Winnipeg, uh, the Wild are um, better than those teams. I mean, I think you can make a case that Winnipeg is certainly nearer to the competition level uh, that uh, that the Wild give on any given night. But I think it's safe to say Anaheim and the Los Angeles Kings, I think the Wild are better teams there. And especially in those games, it seems like we had slow starts. Uh, and so I think that leads to teams being in games against the Wild a little longer than they should. Now, we then had the 5-2 to loss to Nashville, which is looking better at this point in the season because Nashville has taken off and they've started to get things figured out. Uh, the 4-1 to loss to Seattle also is, is probably one of the worst-looking losses of the year uh, and then followed up with the Colorado loss um, on top of that. You also have the 3-2 to win over Vancouver, 
then the 5-4 win over Ottawa and Pittsburgh, and then the 5-2 win over the Islanders. And so I think one common theme that we are seeing, and this is something that has been going on for the last couple of years, is the tendency uh, to play down to opponents. And you know, I think that was prevalent in the, the Ottawa game for sure. Uh, is that the Wild just just let Ottawa hang around a little too long, and then by the time you know it, you're down by a goal at 4-3. And uh, to the Wild's credit, they have shown the ability to bounce back and to be able to um, come away with wins that we maybe um, didn't expect them to get. The Pittsburgh win is certainly in that category firmly, as uh, the Wild were down by two goals late in that game. They get the tying goal with uh, two seconds left on the clock um, and uh, and come away with the win in the shootout. Uh, the Islanders' win uh, is a really good and maybe one of the best-looking wins of the season from start to finish. Uh, the Wild did trail early in that game, but they got the game tying goals each time and then finished the game off with a strong third period. So on the flip side, I think what we see from the Wild or what we have seen so far is that their ceiling is close to what we see in the uh, Islanders' win, where they get off to a really good start, and yes, they were trailing by goal, but uh, they respond, and then they close the game out in an absolute flurry with that dominant third period uh, in which the Wild outshot the Islanders 16-2 and possessed the puck for a great deal of that uh, third period. So um, very, very interesting at this point. Obviously, 11 games is a very small sample size. And so there are things we can pull from the games, yes, but at the same time, there's a long way to go. But I think what we're seeing is that at minimum, as this season rolls on, and especially with the factors that, uh, that have become part of this season, with uh, Kirill Kaprizov and Kevin Fiala not having um, gotten to the level of goals I think that we had hoped that they'd be at so far this season. Um, Other guys are stepping up and are playing incredibly well. I mean, we've talked about Marcus Foligno and what he's been able to do. Brandon Duhame, uh, that entire line with Sturm as well. And, of course, Ryan Hartman, who we'll talk about more in depth here um, later in the episode, um, other guys are stepping up and filling those production spots. And so there hasn't been a whole as much pressure on uh, Kaprizov and Fiala to, you know, carry the offense. And so as a result, I think we're seeing just the confidence that anybody on this team uh, is able to step in and, uh, and fill the production um, to, uh, to lead this team to wins when they need to late in the game. So, Floor at this point is closer games maybe than we would hope, but it seems like the Wild have the ability to uh, to come away with wins in most situations um, when they're trailing by a goal. I mean, they've they've done it seven times already this year where they have uh, completed a comeback um, and uh, and gone on to win. So that seems like the floor and you know the ceiling. I don't think we have necessarily hit. Yet um, the ceiling looks close, I think, to the Islanders' win, but at the same time, I I don't think we've quite gotten there yet, which is exciting, and uh, is I'm sure a scary thought 
for the uh, the rest of the NHL. So something to keep in mind as the season unfolds is uh, do we continue to see on the low end some of these one-goal wins where the Wilds come from behind to uh, to pull out the victory? What do we see then on the top end? Does this team maybe get on a roll and win eight or ten in a row with some dominant offense? Uh, it's going to be fun to uh, to see that play out and to kind of circle back once we get a clearer picture of uh, what we have from the Wild so far. Uh, we will finish today's episode by talking a little bit about one of the other unsung heroes of the season so far, Mr. Do-It-All, Mr. Ryan Hartman. That is next here on Locked on Wild. BetOnline.ag is back, and they are better than ever. They offer a new web interface for the start of the basketball season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline.ag remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So head over to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKDOWN to receive that welcome bonus. From basketball, football, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Lockdown Wilds your first listen every day. We will have Alexis Pearson of the Bar Down Beauties podcast on the show tomorrow to talk uh, all things Minnesota Wild. We'll also get a little bit of a look at the Minnesota Whitecaps season uh, as that gets underway. So uh, looking forward to chatting with Alexis on tomorrow's edition of Lockdown Wild. Make sure to keep an eye out for that. Uh, it'll hit your podcast platforms uh, tomorrow morning. Looking at another one of the unsung heroes for this Minnesota Wild team so far this season, we've of course got to talk about the guy who has filled a variety of roles, that being Mr. Ryan Hartman. Hartman coming in to the game, already six goals in 11 games, which is uh, far and away uh, his highest goal output of his career so far. He's coming into the game averaging 1.3 goals per 60 minutes, and uh, his highest mark before that was all the way back in 2016-2017 when he was with Chicago, uh, in which he averaged uh, 0.9 goals per 60 minutes uh, in 76 games. So, yes, it, uh, it it is early, but at the same time, Hartman has uh, has really taken his play to the next level after an extremely strong showing in the playoffs against the Vegas Golden Knights last season. The uh, the numbers in other categories are just as good. Uh, Hartman's Corsi 4 percentage on the season so far sits at, uh, in 5-on-5 five five situations, sits at 57.9. So again, Corsi 4 percentage is the amount of time the team possesses the puck when you are on the ice. And uh, for Hartman and his teammates, possessing it at almost 58% of the time um, is uh, is a very, very good stat. And this, I mean, this is 
prevalent throughout the entire wild lineup is that uh, there are guys who are possessing the puck um, just at a, a unbelievable clip, which has allowed this team to really uh, get some great opportunities not only uh, throughout the early part of the game, but in the late part of the game as well. And some of that is skewed, too, uh, by the fact that the Wild have had so many come-from-behind wins so far this season. Um, it's obviously you're going to have a lot more shot attempts uh, if you're trailing in the game. But at the same time, that uh, that Corsi 4 percentage has come at uh, other points of the game as well. Uh, some other indicators for just how good things have been um, for Hartman so far this year. Um, in five-on-five situations, once again, five-on-five even strength, Hartman, with uh, when he's on the ice, the Wild are averaging five goals per game per 60 minutes. Uh, so their on-ice goals for per 60 minutes is at five per game. On-ice goals against in 60 minutes is 2.1. So a noticeable shift in production with Hartman on the ice compared to opponents. Hartman has also played a variety of roles so far in this season. Uh, He has skated with Kirill Kaprizov. He's skated with Marcus Foligno and Jewel Eriksson Ek. He now has found himself on the line with Brandon Duhame and Nico Sturm. And that line had arguably their best game of the year uh, against the New York Islanders. Uh, Ended up with a couple of goals and just completely dominated play when they were out on the ice. And so not only does Hartman bring a lot of good uh, himself, but uh, also just brings a lot of versatility uh, for the Wild can play with pretty much anybody on the lineup. And that is just super valuable uh, for this team as uh, as we continue to roll along. Uh, he has also, you know, not been uh, not been too bad in the faceoff circle as well. He's at even 50% faceoffs on the season, 58 wins, 58 losses. So he has really helped out there as well. Um and just, you know, has morphed into an absolute vital part of this team's success. Michael Russo had uh, an interesting take to the uh, the Hartman story in saying that, um, you know, it was, it was a great job by Bill Guerin uh, to be able to convince Hartman to, um, to take – the deal that he's currently on, which is just an absolute bargain for this team. And uh, Hartman signed it simply because he was tired of moving around. He wanted to have a little bit of stability somewhere. And so he signed that deal and has been, you know, just this huge contributor for this team who have not had any sort of slowdown uh, with the fact that Kevin Fiala and Kirill Kaprizov are still stuck on two goals apiece um, he, he has just filled that role and has been uh, absolutely great uh, so far this season. So Hartman stepping in, playing big minutes for this team, um, has just become an indispensable part of this group, much like Marcus Foligno has as well. So a couple of A-plus guys that have been huge reasons 
that the Wild are off to as good of a start as they are. Um, and hopefully it continues because he's been a lot of fun to watch and he just he does all the things that you want as, uh, as a player on your team. So just A-plus member of this Wild squad and uh, glad to see him having the early success that, uh, that this Wild team has needed. Uh, that is going to bring us to the end of today's show. As mentioned, we will have Alexis Pearson of the Bar Down Beauties podcast on the show tomorrow to take a look at uh, how the Wild have done so far and the Minnesota Whitecaps starting their season as well. So uh, look forward to that on tomorrow's Locked on Wild. Now that your first listen is done, I welcome you to head to Locked on NHL for your second listen today, taking a look at everything going on throughout the NHL. Uh, some reaction to the Jack Eichel trade, um, as well as uh, recaps of uh, of games throughout the week as well. So make sure to check out Locked On NHL wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure also to follow Locked On Wild wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on any of our content throughout the week. We have great social media channels that are active on game day and throughout the week as well. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Find us on YouTube as well. Just search Locked on Wild. You'll find our great videos throughout the week. And uh, you can find new episodes of Locked on Wild every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Podcast Network.